0: everyone, and welcome to the point. With me, your host Jeff Spikes. What a what a fabulous time to be here and to be alive. We are ending 2023 in the next month. We, you know, in the next month, we're hit, getting ready to hit December, and 2024 is ahead of us. And we've been you know, the group of people that have been uh, engaged and involved and taken the challenge to start 2024 strong and really shore up any gaps that exist in 2023 with our dreams, our visions, our goals. Um, we're having, we're having a lot of fun and we're feeling powerfully intentional and purposeful in our actions. So it's uh, and I'm impressed by, a, I'm just impressed by a lot of people that uh, have stepped up, and come to the table and are making things happen in life for not just for themselves but for others it is absolutely fabulous so today we let's review for a minute right we thanksgiving is past and you know hopefully you have taken gratitude to a new level and you've really maximized it and that's certainly part of what we've been focused on in the last few weeks um, which is nice that that lands around the same time as Thanksgiving when we do this. But you know, in review, we we walked into October and reviewed our year. We reviewed our dreams, our visions, our goals. How well are we doing on these things? And how could we really wrap up, put some e- extra energy into what we're doing? That brings me to a quick story I thought I'd share, which is this idea of what is enough effort? What is enough effort and energy that we're putting into something? And and the story I have is there was a time when I was working at Starbucks and we were, we were in really busy store environments where there were long lines. There was a lot going on and it was for long periods of time. Uh, One of the stores that uh, I was managing was at a, we're outside of a movie theater and that movie theater was crazy busy at certain times. And it was, you know, challenging to manage those long lines. So, one of the things that we talked about, just to cut to the chase, there's a lot of story around that. But one of the stories about effort was this realization that there's a difference in a really bu- in a store that's really busy all the time, but really any store that just came to us in the store. That you're just as tired when you go home at the end of the day. If you kind of didn't put in a bunch of effort, if you weren't excited and feeling good as if you were, maybe you're more exhausted at the end of the day when you are just dragging and not in a good mood and not in a great attitude. It's just, man, it's maybe worse, right? So maybe it's, it's more exhausting. So interesting thought, right? And the idea was, what does more energy look like? So we started talking about momentum and results and what's happening. A lot of things are important in a restaurant or food service type of environment, and Starbucks fits that. So cleanliness is super important and all those things. One of the things that happens when you drag is it's more difficult to get a lot of these other tasks done that are, e- that are maybe easy mentally to just put off if you're dragging. So we started looking at how hard you work to make it happen, but then what happens when you take a break, so the story's about how when you take a break, And just go, uh, and relax, which sometimes is really necessary in thought and something that we do. Or do you take a break and you just stop and breathe, but also at the same time, wipe down a wall or a counter or a splash zone or even a trash can, the outside of a trash can. Like I don't have to be engaged in helping customers, but I can step away and relieve my mind and relieve myself from the the multitasking, which is really, you know, a bunch of tasks just piled up on top of each other and kind of automated in our behavior because of repetitive motions. And when we're, when we're really working in that environment, there's a difference in the energy level of just pulling away and just collapsing for a minute or pulling away and actually still doing something. And then when you do take a break, what does that break look like? Right. And how can I still make that break break? functional and fulfilling for what I do. What I found was, and what we all found was, was that because the store didn't decline and it wasn't as hard to clean later in how we rotated through positions and gave each other mental breaks, even though it wasn't a physical like work break, um, which we still also took. But as we're giving ourselves a break from being in the heat of the action, you know, performing the task that's most important to the customer. What did our behavior look like? And if we hustled and actually did extra things during that time, we weren't any more or less tired throughout the night. We were almost better off because we're stretching. If you get up and bend to to wipe something that's on a lower surface, you can actually bend your body to get basic body movement out of it or reach high and clean something high. You can do these things. So, and, and stack, right, leverage your behavior to benefit you in multiple ways. And if we're thinking that way, which is intentional, what happens is over the course of a month or two, the store becomes in such good shape that we gain momentum so that you're not only working really hard and then someone comes to look at the store and says, oh, well, it's dirty or, well, this is out of place or there's a big splash area here. They're no longer saying that. They're saying, wow. Wow. This store is really well taken care of. This is looking good. That's looking good. There's positive reinforcement to what you're doing and which builds the momentum and has us feeling better. And, it, and then you start getting awarded for that. And your business increases, your speed of service, everything increases when you're in that intentional mode. So why do I share that? Well, I share that because this is, it's a similar concept of what we're doing. When we review, when we look at the end of the year, we're trying to bring it in, we're adding intention into our thoughts, actions, and behaviors so that we can increase our awareness and our skill and our understanding of how to move forward into something more powerfully. And we are then, just everything has an opportunity to increase. When I work with companies and organizations and we implement development plans, I, I start with the conversation of, Performance improvement plans are a waste of time unless they're absolutely needed. And they're only absolutely needed in a few circumstances, and some are legal, and I'm not an HR professional, and I understand that um, HR, uh, if, if I brought an HR professional onto this call, they would be very clear about what that looks like. But if in the, in the common space of, of not the extremes, not the total outliers— If every single individual is working on their own development plan and that development plan is embraced, so I then implement development plans that then help people move forward, right? Give people the intention of what they're wanting to accomplish. And that way the individual gets to own the process of what's happening in their review and there are no more surprises. Because you can bring a development plan to a one-on-one with your direct boss, your supervisor, your manager, your whatever. So I, that's a little tangent, but it's it's important because, again, it's another layer of how intention works and how leverage works, right? If you do, If we do the behaviors that help us get where we want to go, then that can be leveraged by ourselves and others if we make sure it's on the table to be leveraged. Okay, so back to what we're talking about with ending the year. We've gone through the review and we've looked at what we're doing. And my my handwriting's terrible. I wrote a couple of notes and I'm like, wow, I can usually read my own handwriting. <laughs> but in this one, I'm not sure. But the next thing that we do is we look at we look forward, right? We jump forward to uh, in the review, we're looking back And now we're going to look forward. We're taking a big picture view. Okay, What were my goals and what were my dreams and visions and how far have I come? And what do I want the next larger segment to be like? What what are my dreams, visions, and goals now for this bigger picture? We've done that. So those are the two sides of what we're doing. Now, this is also stacking because ultimately we end up, in the end of this, we end up looking at what we don't want, what we do want in our daily behaviors what we don't want, what we do want in our feelings, in our emotions, in, our, in the results we get from others. That's that balance of motivation, what we want and what we, what we don't want, what we're moving away from and what we're moving, what we'd like to have, what we're moving towards. So in the middle of that, the secret sauce is gratitude, which we've working on for the last few weeks. So we've gone through these steps of looking at what we, looking at what we, what our dreams and visions and goals are and this is probably looking at at least in a 2 year frame and then we're just narrowing it down right we're bringing it into a closer view looking at our biggest picture goals like that looking at a year 5 years 10 years 20 years plus isn't is there there's a way to have that available but that's not what we have to look at daily right so then we look at what we're leaving behind, right? The way that we go in this process, we've all looked at over the last few weeks. What am I leaving behind? What do I want to make sure is sealed and thrown out for 2023? Is it a story that's holding me back that I just need to pull the lessons from? We covered, we covered that. Is it an attitude? Is it a judgment? Is it a behavior? Is it a thought process? Is it, a way of communicating with myself or others. And there are all these things. What do I, what, what's, what's limited me this year, and how could I toss that aside and move it out? So we've looked at that. Another thing that we've started to look at is what's motivating us to move forward. And we've looked at this piece of gratitude of how it really Intensifies everything. And the word that came to me about this is about being right sized. One of the dichotomies that gratitude solves is the fight of the ego of wanting to be great and, oh, look at me, right? Look at me and all the wonderful things I've done. I, you know, the whole thing of, my wife, my my kids, my this, instead of I get to be a husband, I get to be a father, I get to be an employer, instead of my workers, my this, my that, right? We get to shift into this different sense of being. Now, we may still use the words my whatever, right? But because we do take a real sense of ownership, right, in leadership, we are owning our lives when we lead ourselves. And then we're owning our results when we lead with others. And especially when we lead by example, we own the results we're getting, even when there's people to blame for why it may not have worked, right? We still look at that sense of ownership because that's the most productive way of ensuring we move forward because it focuses in on what I can control. I we can control what we can take ownership of and my results are something that that works with right if i if i and and i want to make sure we're not talking about an unhealthy sense of control this is about looking at what the controllable contributions i have into life and again we get right sized because gratitude narrows down the field into a place of wow, look at what I'm really grateful for and look at how intense that is. I didn't get here alone. I didn't enhance the relationship of my children by by just being a dad. I They also got to be my daughter, right? My daughters. And, man, we got to be each other's people in how we interacted. And that created a scenario where we either succeeded and had wins or we didn't. And we scarred each other, right? So, but how do we move forward? That gratitude keeps us in memory of, wow, I'm grateful that people still love me. I'm grateful that I'm tolerated when I don't feel tolerable. So we've really used gratitude to intensify. So it's not only about amplifying and maximizing and all these things. The reason it does that is because it also right-sizes us. It's difficult to be full of ourselves and our head too big to fit out the door when we're intensely grateful. And again, we talked about gratitude, not on the level of just knowing it or speaking it or writing it, but of actually expressing it back into the universe. Finding ways to be intentional, again, back at the level of what happens when we really put, a sense of intention towards what we're doing in how we express gratitude into our daily life and actions and into those around us. And so what we start diving into now, right? It's coming in, we're coming into December. I like to say that motivation is made up of a key of spending a little bit of time understanding what you don't want. Sometimes that needs to be leaned into more than others and everyone's intuition leads them on their own, right? and, Sometimes we lean into things that we don't want that we need help for, right? That we need help with. Right? And we lean into what we don't want. But that's a we only do that as much as we need to to get the lessons out of it. We don't need to lean into it to rehash and refeel and reconnect to the problems it created. So we gratitude helps us do this. The sense of gratitude and the spirit of of just beauty in the world, and looking at all things that are good, focusing on what we agree with, focusing on what we can be grateful for, is much different from focusing on what we don't like or what we see that isn't quite right, or what that's just not okay, or whoa, whoa, whoa. Notice them, lean into them, learn from them, but then focus on what's great. Right, We don't want to lean into what's great. We want to run into what's great. We want to move intentionally into what makes us feel great. Right. So now we start picturing the visions and dreams within that sense, right-sized as to who we are and what we're doing. We start looking at what do we want in life. How are we wired? How are we meant to move forward? What are we meant to move forward into? What dreams has God put in my heart? Has the spirit moved me in? Has that, whatever your verbiage is and your belief system is on that, you know, what is the universe drawing me towards? What is, what's the spirit put in me to chase? Like we get these impassioned feelings for a reason. And we learn to hold them with caution, not because for a lot of reasons, right? We we've learned to hold that back because those are our gold coins. Now, Those are our gold coins, but the other gold coins that we also learn to hold back are our struggles and the things we've had to overcome, right? So those are also gold coins to be used purposefully and insightfully to help others, not to just bring out and throw out in the universe, hoping someone will fix it because that's just reinvigorating, right? So I really encourage all of us now for December, start really looking towards what do we want in life? What is are we impassioned about for 2024? If you've done the work, and if you haven't done the work in the last few months to get here, if you haven't done the process, if you haven't followed the flow, because it's not really work, it's more of a, a thought flow and an energetic way of thinking of things, right? So if, you've, if you haven't started this thought flow, it's not too late to start. It's never too late to start. We just picked a time for the end of the year because the new year is a nice transition and so many people get focused on waiting until the new year to allow something to happen. If we could learn anything from this is, is to move forward. Why wait? (laughs) Why? Right. Just start now. You want something in 2024? Start now. You want something? Start now. What can I do to start now? and then stacking those little behaviors. The consistency builds, and we end up getting where we want to go. So now let's start looking at what we want, because by the end of the year, we're going to walk into already being in behaviors that support our 2024 goals and what might have been a New Year's resolution. As we do this now, we're going to spend some time looking at what we really want. What is the ideal physical shape and size and strength that you want? What is the mental capacity you want for your memory or for your ability to your skill level on certain things? What are, maybe you want to learn another language. How many, what what language would you like to learn and that you've been waiting and thinking, well, I'll do that someday. Like, what are the things that we're going to put on the plate that we're going to have ready for 2024? That's where we start really thinking about now. What do we want for the future? And that's based on, of course, this huge, right? We're not diving into the huge overarching goal of life purpose. We do work like that, but that's not what this podcast, about this podcast, just about this portion of it, right? And when we have that huge overarching goal, bigger than life goal and goals and ideas and dreams and visions of where we're going, it does make it easier to bring down, to work backwards into our values and what our daily behavior should be. And what really helps with us most is why we wouldn't do certain things that without that larger goal don't seem to matter as much, right? There's some ethics and values that just don't matter as much when we don't have the huge overarching goal. But when we do and we're connected to it, it's easy to let a bunch of stuff drop off because that just doesn't fit the reality of who we know we're who we know we're meant to be. So, Again, it all interconnects. It all stacks. It's all the same process and energy and flow, just improving and getting better at the process of it as we go. So the encouragement moving forward into December is to start really considering what you want. How big of a dream can you create? Can you, can you pull out of yourself? And don't be afraid of how big of a dream it is. I hear people say, Someone was recently talking about Elon Musk and who needs a trillion dollars. And, you know, I get the judgment ideas and thoughts around that. And I get the, 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 I understand where the thoughts are coming in the neurological way of thinking and what's going on in the neurology of those thoughts. I understand what that is. And I understand the struggle we have, the concept that we can't visualize what that means. But the answer to the question is the person with the dream big enough to where that's what's needed to create the vision and the dream that they have. Not about the trillion dollars. It's about the size of the vision. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg recently came out. I haven't listened a bunch about it. I haven't dug into it. I literally read a headline. Uh, The headline was something to the effect of, and and then I Googled something to read a little deeper, and it was Mark Zuckerberg is going to move all of his money from a foundation into the idea of eliminating and managing disease, right? That and and by in this century, so he has a solid goal. He th- there's a dream and a vision that's going to require a different level of finance and understanding of the energetic exchange of what money flow is, than what what someone in a three bedroom, three bath home in a modest. 200,000, 300,000 know, year, a year annual income or less, it's, or even bigger than It's difficult, right? You can own a 10, 12, $15 million company and be doing really well and having a great time in life and still not be able to fathom what would really be needed if your goal was to change, eliminate disease, create an, a, a, a way of living in space right? for, for mass amounts of people, right? So move away from judgment, right? If we're moving away from judgment, we're moving away from the stories that are limiting. And just right now, take a minute and sit down and really allow your mind to open and your heart to space to be open and just ask, what is my biggest dream and purpose and sense of what I could accomplish? Maybe the question is, 50 years, 50 years past the expectancy of my life, what would I like to be known for? What would I like the impact to have been? And maybe it's not at all that. Maybe it's before I leave this earth, I'd like to have done this. Let the answer be what it is inside it without having to look too hard for it. And accept whatever, whatever, whatever goal, dream, vision you have. The thing is, look in the mirror and test yourself. I say all the time when I hand things to people, take it for proving. Don't just take my word for this. Take this and prove it for yourself. The left foot, yes, right. Daryl Fusaro has, you know, I hand out his cards all the time. Speaking at the uh, Veterans Unite uh, in Miami. I handed, I gave one and multiple to anybody. Take them, spread them out. And I said, take it for proving. Take it for proving. Actually use the process of just saying yes every time your left foot hits the ground when you're walking into any type of situation and see if that situation is improved. See if what you were expecting still happens, or is does something better happen? All right. And start moving forward. So take it for proving. Allow yourself. Look in the mirror in, as far as asking yourself what your biggest dream and goal is. And say, is that it? Is that it? Is that really it? Is this what we're meant to do in life? Right. When I'm looking in the mirror, sometimes I say we. <laughs> and I, that goes in hand in hand with the idea that we are too complex. Right? We are just way too complex. To narrow these things down, like I am a, I'm a multiple, right? I'm, I'm y'all. Like I am, I'm still accountable. All parts of me are accountable, but there's many facets to all of our personalities and our lives and what we've experienced, right? So, I'll say we, <laughs> and uh, Sadhguru will say, well, hold on, hold on. You, as long as you don't start giving parts of you accountability for why this is wrong, right? Because then, they, then that could be schizophrenic, right? <laughs> But we really look at the idea of what do I want and is this real? Look in the mirror, question yourself, and when you know the answer, you know the answer. And that answer is going to be great. That answer is going to be exactly what it needs to be for you today. Because the Spirit doesn't give us answers in that way that don't have a purpose and a reason for what they are. That answer doesn't have to stay the same. That answer can grow in multiple ways. It could be more about one thing instead of another. It can shift, it can mold, it can change as you become more intimate with the understanding of where you want to go. But this is the time to start looking at where do I want to go? What do I want out of life? And then in the next, and over the next few weeks, as we end the month, we're going to start digging into What's that look like in our behavior? What are we willing to do, especially that we haven't been willing to do before or that we haven't considered before? What, what are we willing to do to make that a reality? So that's my encouragement for the week. The science of motivation can help us win every time. Just this way that our brains work and that, every, that the systems come together. And the way that we can stack everything to make it simple and automated in our in our inner selves my encouragement to you is move forward with that intense amount of gratitude learn to walk with it on a daily weekly basis and let's go tackle the world with whatever intention we're meant to have well, god bless and peace out thank you for joining us for another amazing episode of the point with me jeff spikes The greatest compliment you could give me is liking, loving, and sharing this episode with all your friends. So please, if you're on Spotify, iHeart, or iTunes, leave a five-star rating and review. If you're on YouTube, like and subscribe. Make sure to tag me. I love hearing from you, the listeners of this show. The links for all my social and iTunes are in the show notes. Also, if you'd like to engage with me in anything related to my coaching, consulting, speaking, or programs, please visit jeffspikes.com. everything you would need to know to engage with me offline and lastly thank you for your time your attention and your consideration this is the point